Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. Oh, all right. So that was a... Okay, I just want to say before... I know that I've been getting very distressed. That was a fantastic Mm -hmm. room and I loved it. Thank you so much, Jen, uh, for bringing us this wonderful room. It was was a pleasure as always. Like this was... you all are very fun to uh, to run rooms for. Very animated. <laughs> well, that's the goal. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that it's took a, us about 700 days. It's a weird thing to be in that sort of zone where you don't want to take a million years and fail at solving puzzles because that makes you feel silly. But failure tends to be more entertaining than success True. a lot of the time. So sometimes you lean into it. And I'm going to go with, yeah, that's what happened here purposely leaning into it. Oh, I think the issue that like I like being so unsure of how or whether it was gated and not knowing what to look at or when to look at it or what to find it. So we feel like we got like an hour into the room it and it felt like oh was... now we should probably start solving puzzles. Yeah. Like well, so what's what's super interesting in that respect and something different that you all did um is that like, you know, because you just ignored like the first two rooms, <laughs> you missed a bunch of the clues of like, oh, this is obviously related to this because there's a yeah. It's supposed to be a little bit easier in that you could do some, you know, you recognize there's some solving you could do along the way in, so you don't have like every single thing piled on you at once. We told you we'd do it in the wrong order. <laughs> you I were sure. skeptical. I was. I was very skeptical. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, like if we had looked at the filing cabinet and then likened it to the other filing cabinet, that would have been the other way around. Where we looked at the final filing cabinet, got all the information for that, went, oh, well, that's impossible, and didn't think to then go back and look at the relook at the original filing cabinet, which connected them completely. Like we should have been able to do that the other way around because we just didn't search each room as we went. Now, can you describe this cylinder thing for me as you okay, okay. describe it? Because Let clearly me... I need to read. When I initially drew it, it basically it looks like a cross between a cryptex and a hot dog. His... So what does it Let actually? Let me try and describe like? how how I believe it. Yep, um, yep. it right? So it's a it's a cylinder. It's a flat cylinder, as in it's super wide. Yep. So it looks like a pile of CDs. Okay. Right. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the top part you want to pull off. Okay. But the problem is that there are two little bits on the inside and they go inwards, right? So they come into, like, they, they, like, basically, if you tip them, so let's say I tip the thing over this way, well, now the one on the left would go to the outside, so it okay. would no longer be latching so the roof, the, the edge on that side. But because I've tipped it, this one, one is now pops in. into place and it's in. Yep. If I tip it the other way, that one would tip down and tip across here. And now, again, I can't open it because one of them's latching. Cool, cool. But if I spin Could it... we just been sent a picture? If I spin it, the centripetal force would make both of them go to the outside and then I could lift the latch and do all that. And that's how I'm picturing it. Yeah, okay. that, that's, that's exactly what's going on. And again, it's like the most common like, thing to... Because it's something that like, once you realise it, it's pretty, easy to, it's pretty easy to solve those. So they're, I, literally every escape room that I've ever been in has one of these in their lives. What? I've got to keep a lookout for them because either I have never seen that. Or you've just never solved them. <laughs> or I have never known what you're supposed to do with it. It's vaguely familiar to me as a concept, but I don't think I've ever done one or seen one. Oh, yeah. I've also, uh, I've been on a kick recently of watching a lot of um, videos of people solving puzzle boxes. Um, ah, that's cool. Uh, and uh, 
especially mm-hmm. like the Lego ones and whatnot. So um, this was this was that was my attempt at trying to put a physical puzzle box because they're always in a, like there's always those in escape oh, yeah. lobbies. Um, so that was my attempt to put one in this medium to see if it would work, and it's definitely one of, if not the hardest puzzles in the in the hmm. thing. Mm. I will say, like, okay. there's sure. something interesting about. I mean, about... you knew right away when you saw that blackboard that you wanted to spin something like oh, a yeah. record. Uh, well, it said give it a spin. So, mm. um, it's always really interesting with uh, puzzle boxes, right? Because if I see a puzzle, if I get to an escape room lobby and there isn't a puzzle box, I'm a little surprised, right? That's mm-hmm. where you put puzzle boxes. If I am in an escape room and they have a puzzle box, you get I am angry, affronted. <laughs> well, how dare <laughs> you? Putting a puzzle, like, what if I just don't know how to solve a puzzle box? I can't do your room because I couldn't figure out your bloody except, little physical puzzle box nonsense. Get out of here. Except the one time where we did it and it was done really well. I can't remember how it was done. I remember thinking I knew the solution to that puzzle box. Oh, I don't know if we're thinking of the same one. Probably not. I'm thinking of the one we did in LA. Ooh. Now I can't remember that. We had a mini puzzle box. And then a big version of the puzzle box that pulled apart really easily and nicely. Oh, that's or something like right. that. And then oh. we had to apply that to the smaller one. Yeah. That's yes, because they like gave you a really easy solve one yeah. and that fixed the small one. It taught you how to solve. That was cool, right? Because that, that was done mm. as an actual puzzle yeah. with the thought of the people can't solve puzzle boxes, but if we put something in the room that mimics the solution and fought, maybe they'll then solve yeah. it. Yeah, that was great. That was done super well. Uh, but yeah, then the other time where we just had a puzzle like a real box puzzle. that needed to be broken open, not so much. Because the problem with the puzzle box is you inherently feel with a puzzle box like you're going to break it. Yes. Almost all the like, it's so often you're like, well, how mm-hmm. far do I, you know, it's like, it's that, it's the feeling in normal life when you, when you want to open something like, well, I don't know if it opens this way or if I'm going to break the object yeah. you've given me when it's not a puzzle, right? You're just like, Ooh, that has some, has some, uh. You know, it doesn't feel like it's going to go, so I won't touch it. Yeah. And then, you know, the person says, oh, just open it. And then they mm-hmm. wrench it open. Like, yeah, I didn't want to break your thing. I didn't know if it was going to open that way. Yeah, it's puzzle, that feeling. Puzzle boxes are a very interesting one. Puzzle way. Boxes if are you scary. have solved them the first time, suddenly it's really easy. But I've definitely had puzzle boxes where we've been given instructions. You have to do this thing. You have to pull and push on these specific bits of it. And I've still just, you, you can't see it working. Yeah, you have to know it and then do it. That's, yeah. I mean... This was a good implementation of a puzzle box. Yeah, that, that's that's why also like virtual ones like the Room series on on uh, mm. iPads and whatnot. They those are nice because you you don't have that issue. Either you can click yeah. the thing or you cannot. Like there's no yeah exactly. Question. You don't have the you understand the limits because you're taking the physical mm. capacity of like maybe I just because I mean look otherwise the solution to every puzzle box is a hammer. Like yes, that is how I tend to feel. Every about puzzle them. box opens if you have a big hammer. So <laughs> like. Yeah, that's, that's you always feel that way with like when people try and pretend that these things were there for like security. You know, like oh, this puzzle box was designed with these seven hundred moves as a way of keeping out thieves who would try and steal what's inside your puzzle box. Like, they'll just take the box <laughs> and then kick it until it opens. Like it's not security; yeah. it's fun. You know, oh, it's man. like when you have like a safe that's really hard to break into, but the safe itself is really lightweight, mm. and you can just. Just like, totally. like you're just gonna take it. They're just gonna take it. like they've got. They don't need to. They can break in with like fifty hours of blowtorching if they need. They can just if you can lift the safe yeah. and walk out with it. It's not that secure. All right, let's go back to talking about the room then. All right, Jen, tell us about your creation process of this insanity. So, um, 
So this was uh, basically a combination of uh, two separate ideas, like most of my good things are. Um, so the first was was that this idea of telescoping rooms. Um, and the original like theme that I wanted to use the mechanic of telescoping rooms on was dreams. And I wanted you to have to like solve, yeah. like be in a dream, figure out how to wake up. You wake up and then you're in another dream. And then you wake <laughs> up and then you're in another dream. And so on and so forth until you get to the to the final one. Um, but the problem was is that I like it didn't quite work. I wanted a different environmental thing for each of the of the um, dreams, kind of like how there's the environmental puzzle uh, that it sure. needs a lot of uh, Eldritch Garden. But I I couldn't come up with enough good things to make it feel like you were like constantly doing that. So um, that sat in the back burner for a while. Um, and then the other thing was um, I wanted to experiment with. Like, what happens when you remove all of the gaming of, of <laughs> puzzles? Like, what happens if you just give people things? Because one thing that can be very frustrating in an escape room is you look like you have a puzzle, and you turn out not to because you're just you, you're just missing the second piece of it. And then when you, sure. like, you, you spend a lot of time looking at it, you're like, oh, yeah, you just do this, and it's, and it's, and it's done. So, and besides the fact that I, I want to... Part of my goal is that I eventually want to write escape room campaigns. Um, mm. So what I want to do is have the ability for people to feel like they're making choices, even if in the end with the escape room thing, like you have to do these things to solve it. Yep. And so one of the ways of possibly doing that, that I'm trying to like experiment and get a good handle on, is is just not have it be like one straight line, is have it be lots of open things. Mm. Um that, that you can you can piece together and maybe you don't even need all of them like you, you know if you recognize the i mean for this one i asked for all five objects but like you know it might not be a, a it might not be a bad thing in a camp in a, like a campaign version of these like if you don't have one of the cards but you still recognize that it's going to say yo dog i heard you like escape rooms that's not necessarily a bad thing um especially if there's if it's not like a well there was like a 10 puzzle date down to that then you just skip 10 of them like in that case you skipped one or two and that's not a big deal so mm -hmm. um it is a little bit tricky though like the fact that i basically decided to do no gaming meant that there was a lot that i had to tone down in this room i'm not surprised <laughs> uh but yeah every oh. every pair of rooms has a puzzle yeah oh i see so like the first and the final rooms connect with the with the two cabinets yeah mm -hmm. And so, wait, but is that paired then with every single, like, it, does it have a combo with each other pair of rooms? So then the cylinder pairs with the bank vault. The park pairs with the ring. The park, yeah, the ring pairs with the scissors found in the park. And the Morse code pairs with the bedroom. Yeah. So Okay, uh, this is, I'm going to, oh, I want to keep, no, I want to keep trying. I want to keep trying. Whoa, I could see that screen. What? Bank vault. Bank vault goes back to the lobby with yeah, the, with the cylinder. Okay, how does the bank vault connect with the park? Bank vault to the park was the uh, door, the, fountain. The, the handle and the yep. fountain. The bank vault to the bedroom is the string and the, because it's also the flags, the pennant flags that you found. Oh, yeah. Connect with the, the happy birthday pennants. Yep. Oh, right. right. Yep. yep. I'm with you. And with the, with the final room, it was the times and the, yep, the, accounts. the account ledger. Oh, this is so much fun. And then the park, okay, so the park so has, the first two. connects to the mall and the bank, bank we've done. It connects to the nuts. The nuts in the, in the party room. And then the statue in the mannequin. Great. 
And then the bedroom, the, the party, we've done all the connections except for the connection to the final room, which is, is it just two uh, The two, the, the, the birthday cake. Yeah, the cake toucan. Awesome. Oh, that's so fun. That's what, such a cool little... Yeah, and that was I sort of like your that. form of gating, I suppose. Yeah. It's so like an actual gating. I don't know if you can see this, but that's my yeah. uh, outline of yeah. getting all the puzzles Ooh. together. Oh, that looks really cool. Wow. Um, yeah, I have a whole like like outline of like a thing here. Like I've got a little... Oh, are we going to do a thing? Yeah, there we go. So <laughs> I got like my little map of the room setting up the meta. And... Yeah. Beautiful. Nice. How much change did this one go through from playtest to playtest to now? So the first playtest needed a lot. Uh, so basically, I realized that like I just needed to make sure that like the stuff was making sense. So I ran the first playtest with with my wife, but I basically didn't have any of the box text written. I basically just said, "All right, I'm I'm giving you like like abbreviated." like, versions of puzzles and figure out exactly what hinting. Um, the, the colors with the trails was more complex um, and was, quite frankly, worse. Um, uh, <laughs> it involved, like, doing the negative, like, two times, I think. It was just, it was not good. Um, <laughs> the, uh, there was no clue about spinning the box, um, which... Was that would definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, especially wrong. when it's so hard to picture a physical object. Like, by in, in the end of it, it like, like, for, oh, like I, I had an useless. image so I could do it, and Danny didn't. So yeah, that definitely needs the clue. Oh, this for the longest time. So I had to re, I had to rewrite it twice. Um, the first time was that instead of the cards you would get information mm-hmm. based on uh, little stickers around the room. So you know how escape rooms have the little red stickers uh, that, like, don't yeah. touch this? Yeah. I was going to put those in the room because if they're if they're not in the... If they're in one of these, they're obviously a puzzle, even though in a real escape room they would never be. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I could Because you mentioned the red stickers on one, in one of the intros. Yeah, yeah um, I, the, the, Patricia just mentioned it. And then, yeah, I left it in there just as a, you know, nod to that. Um, yeah. And then the second time I had to rewrite it when I realized that the uh, last room was much better uh, as doing, like, going meta on, on audio escape rooms. <laughs> um, oh, so, man. yeah, so, so this has been rewritten multiple times. Um, yeah. Uh, and then a bunch of minor stuff with playtesting. Violet used to be blue until one, um, from like, the small details, one of the... Um, uh, people um, pointed out that they were trying to find anything possible with when they had uh, everything but red, so it was like blue, orange, salmon, yellow, and all of those letters are in body slam. Oh, uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, that's interesting. Ren's name used to be Rory until uh, another until Scott <laughs> pointed out that it was one letter <laughs> off of Rosie. Um, that's fair. Yeah, a bunch of, like, this one had a lot more small changes of stuff than I think Eldritch, whereas Eldritch Garden was a lot more, like, uh, Eldritch Garden had a lot more, like, uh, actually, Eldritch Garden didn't have a ton of changes. It was more just making sure the details were, oh, Eldritch Garden was a lot of closing off bad paths, that was it. (laughs) Whereas, whereas this was a lot more, like, all right, I need to rework this puzzle a little bit. Sure. Whew. Man. All right. 
What was your favorite part, Billy? Oh, my favorite, my favorite part. Yeah. I oh man, I think my favorite part was the two connected um, filing cabinets. Yeah. I liked that <laughs> where they because it felt like because it wasn't just the one step. I liked that it was like this links to this goes back to this. Then it was do these two separate little puzzles that swap, and then the last one was a puzzle based on the swapping. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right. So the first two were two distinct things that aren't really puzzles. Then you have two mini puzzles and then you have one puzzle that is, has one solution, but it is inherent on the solvable of the, if this is this minus 1,123, but this is this double, there can only be one solution. And I thought that was a really fun, like levels of puzzle in the physical levels of the cabinet. Fair enough. For me, I'm going with, I love the last one. Just the very last, getting the message from the card. Oh, you the man now, dog. Yeah, totally. But for me, it was probably that looking at the accounts book and you going, oh, cool, we've got to find differences. And me and going, then you actually found the real wait, differences. Wait a second. That's too close to be a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, oh, just the little things like going, oh, right. Those are just acrostic. You can just take the first letters of those things. Oh, I, I can't like, believe we didn't notice the acrostic of all things. Yeah, nuts and squirrels. <laughs> I was so, like, I, w- I was in the back of my mind of, like, oh, God, no, don't think they're cryptic clues. Oh, no, I know why you're thinking it. Don't do that. Uh, we've been doing too many we've of them. We've so done many too cryptic many crosswords cryptics. lately. It's, it's all we can do. It's... Uh, it's all we know how to do anymore. <laughs> Danny's, next, Danny's next arc is going to be, you are assigned 10 cryptic crosswords. And we'll just do one every week. I wonder if it'd be interesting um, to have a uh, escape room that's really a crossword, or escape room that's really a cryptic. Like I know that people in the puzzle community are amazing at combining things like that. Like you know, people who can combine a Sudoku with a chessboard and things oh, like that. You have like rooms, which are, and the description of what's in the room doesn't isn't actually puzzles, but if you lay out the description, they are like Rebus style versions of clues for cryptic crossword answers. I don't even. And then you realize that the layout of the rooms with all the doors that connect them, like a door in the north wall, the south wall, with another hallway coming down through there. Oh, that's just forms yeah, a crossword. My, my brain doesn't work that way, Jen. It's all yours. <laughs> So um, there was a, a National Puzzles League game uh, run by Tortoise called Crypto Pictionary, which was <laughs> your you had your table basically had to make like three picture cryptic clues. And the way it worked was you were given the word that you had the clue, and you were given paper, and you had to draw a cryptic clue, and you couldn't use any letters. So it was like you know if uh, I'm trying to even remember what one of them was now. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, one of ours, which we thought was the most genius one, but other people didn't like it, was uh, uh, we had a clue penny. So, for it to be a cryptic Pictionary clue, it needs to contain the definition and a wordplay in the picture. Hmm. So, for us, we did... We got a uh, picture of... We, 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 do it, we did a pen, and then next to it, we... Uh, took a uh, state quarter from New York because we have these coins that like each of them are from the different <laughs> states and, and New York uh, abbreviates down to NY and then we stuck a penny on the ah. So we had a pen, a New York quarter and then a, and then a penny for a cryptic for penny. 
people have wow. more genius things than this. I just remember this because we were the only, one of the only people to do like a three dimensional one. Um, <laughs> so we've gotten close to that. Um, oh, I've also man. seen uh, I've also seen in Puzzle Hunts a uh, crossword grid that was a text adventure. Oh, Aww. that's fun. Oh, that we need to get all good. meta with stuff, Danny. I, I'm. What are we doing? Wasting our time. <laughs> Have you not seen? Rooms. Was this room not example enough of what meta does to me? That's true. I I can't. I cease to function. Oh man. Should the connect? What's a fun? No, sorry. This is a question for what? another time. I was gonna be like, what's a fun connected arc that would also be like a different meta version of some other thing? I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna cry. To me, meta is. Yeah, this one's Back to the Future themed. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, the, the, the joke that a lot of people have is that I will be the person to write the most meta escape rooms because <laughs> when we do puzzle hunts, I get obsessed with the meta puzzles. Oh, see, I never focus on the meta puzzles at all. I, oh. I have a tendency to try to solve them with as few answers remaining as possible um, or at least figure out information about them so we can try to figure out some of the other answers. Um, I think we'll need to team up for that so you can show me how it's done because meta puzzles generally tend to be beyond me. Uh, yeah, what was your favorite segment of this to come up with? Which part are you most proud of? I mean, I really, I mean, I really like meta puzzle at the end with the with the dog. <laughs> My wife accused yep. me of writing a room entirely to put that phrase in, which is not entirely wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but actually, I really like the, um, I really like the sheet cake jigsaw. Um, uh, mm -hmm. first of all, I liked making jigsaws with straight lines, uh, and watching people solve that. I, I like, like, small modifications on jigsaws in escape rooms. Um, mm. um, but also, uh, I was worried about that one because of how it was going to work technology-wise, just in general, with social distancing sure. and whatnot. So, uh, yeah. it, that one was probably the longest amount of time I spent on one puzzle. Ah, and but it, but, but it's running smoothly. Like yeah, we we had to go through three devices to find one that was good enough to handle it, but it worked. Yes. <laughs> and I, and I'm assuming also, given that we then had three devices and possibly accessing the same one, editing the same yeah, document, that probably, probably didn't, help. didn't help with the slowdown. <laughs> I mean, I had it open so I could watch. I wasn't doing yeah. anything at it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, look, it was, it was, God, it was a lot of fun. Like, and so it I was assuming that, like. I mean, it was terrifying. Oh, it was insanely terrifying straight away. And we approached it wrong by trying to get to the end of the tunnel before yeah. we started looking at any of yeah, the individual Yeah, I thought pieces. we were going to have to solve from the inside out, but that wasn't the but case because no, they were all interconnected it in pieces. It's, it's, in, the, in the way, yeah, so it would have really informed what was in the next rooms. How our expectations of what's going to be just totally ruined And you can see the way that it. changed because like, as soon as like, we only started really looking at stuff when we were in like the park, did we start mm. properly looking at everything? And it meant that as soon as we got into the later rooms... Like with a mannequin and all that, we had these ideas already. But oh, a mannequin with a thing in its hand, great. We already That's know what that true. is. Like it, like it informed the way that we looked at the future room. So it, it, like, it's what we should have done from the beginning. Absolutely. Um, and and we didn't when it really and it really sort of again. Us up. I'm letting my real world world personality get in the way of my escape rooming because you couldn't look while someone was there. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, but it was it was it was really cool. It was a really smart, especially because like it, you're already set up with that weird, uh, the, like a, a, a hint of in, of what's gonna happen when you're told find me five things. I want a drink, and you oh. think, okay, so are there gonna be four more people who want stuff? Like, oh, see, there's like this. I mean, my first I was clue on edge. was take a look at how I drew Colleen. So my first clue was the hello, welcome to our escape room. <laughs> yeah, you did make her voice. fairly evil looking. So she's a goblin. Like I have drawn a goblin. <laughs> uh, but no, I love that. I think it's this like fun like teaser of wait five objects. Absolutely, but, but only but you only want to drink. So how do I know what the other four are? <laughs> and uh, and then as soon as the second person is like, oh okay, this is gonna go crazy. Yep. Then uh, it starts to get scary. And I love that. I like that little hint. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, again, it has that feeling of like a good whodunit where you can look back and be like, oh, it was there from the beginning. Or like when there's a twist Absolutely. in the movie, but then when you go back to the original, the earlier parts, mm. like, oh my God, that twist was always here. Like, oh, look at that. It's like watching Get Out for a second <laughs> time. And you uh. sit there going, oh my god, it all makes sense. And that's and it's a good feeling. That's fair. And you get that a little bit with this, with that, with just those little subtle kind of hints and clues. Uh and the fact that it's called meta. Um, <laughs> um no, but, the uh the uh there's a lot of like small things. Um you know, writing the box text for this was super interesting because first of all, it provides a small hints. You caught the um the hint about like the destruction has to be between these two rooms. Um mm. Yeah, that was cool. Good people, uh, Danny. But also, like, um, the other thing was the trick was to leave hints in what they're saying and also give each of the people a different personality. Um, oh, yeah. You definitely did that. And and then, like, the balance of, like, well, you're not actually looking for a skateboard in that room or you don't have to worry <laughs> about electronics breaking or something despite the fact that yeah. you're aware. And yes, by the way, Patricia's last name is Copus. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Patrick Copus keeps up to date with the show. <laughs> oh. I'm so sorry. I hope you don't mind being a real character. Because you're a, you're a part of the law now, more so than anybody else who's appeared as an That's NPC. True. And I think it's just because they had a silly baby voice. It's like one of the voices I could gave do. A silly yeah, baby voice. Specific, no, no. If you've, if you've ever met Patrick Copus, they've got a very silly baby voice in real life. Um, but it was like one of the only voices. It'd be like if the first character I gave a stupid New York nonsense accent to was a named person mm. and they would be that person mm. forever. It's just one of the few voices I've got. See, the, my, I'm lucky Patrick that Patrick. the person named after me doesn't have a voice, so that won't happen. That's Your true. <laughs> I mean, grim, but true. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh uh, but yeah, so. Fair. Uh, that's fun. I like that. God, was Brenda really Ren? I love that. Yes, Brenda was really Ren. Um, <laughs> That's nice. It See, was, I it went was... out with Brenda because we'd had a C and we'd had an A. I was waiting. I was trying to wait for the B to come up. No, it was it, uh, it was really Ren. Um, I actually like when I was making all the people. I was like, you know what? I should have somebody who's non-binary in here. Mm. And then was like trying to come up with non-binary names and came up with Rory, and then found out that Rory didn't work. I was like, uh, Ren. Yeah. I'm like literally googling, like googling, like FTM, uh, like uh, non-binary 
uh, names and and looking at lists of those and whatnot. Mm. You could have used Pat. There is definitely much more of a phenomenon in the like in the community to pick nature names. Huh. It's a really big thing. Yeah. Like Pats get- are in nature. <laughs> What are you doing? You see a cute animal in nature. Oh. You pet. <laughs> but yeah, that just seems to be where the where the trend is okay, going to fun. go with nature names rather than um, rather than things that are just androgynous names. Yeah, that's exactly. Fair. Like the more common ones that could go either male or female. Nope, different path. Yeah. Except for all the nature names that are also kind of really female, like, like flowers, like rose. That's yeah. true. Well, that's a, that's that's very trans feminine. Things or... Interesting. And then what there's me, it? who's like just picked a name because I can make a cryptic work with it. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. <sighs> but no, oh look, I look, I had a lot of fun. I I legitimately was... was afraid of that squirrel after Danger by Design, the Nancy Drew game that has an erratic squirrel in a path, <laughs> and you have to build a Rube Goldberg squirrel scaring machine. Oh, yeah, that's very strange. I feel like it would be super interesting to try to write one of those. Having having written mm-hmm. multiple like escape room style things and whatnot, like. Well, I think that's Absolutely. our new goal for the latter half of the year. Pitch to her, interact, and be like, "Can we write the new Nancy Drew? Mm. Here's our escape room writing pedigree with stories. <laughs> Let us write the next Nancy. She's going to be a fighter pilot in World War Two. Woo! <laughs> so, uh, actually, speaking about Nancy and the uh, and and this escape room. Um, I do actually have a connection. Um, so, uh, so when I was making the the prototype for uh, for my wife right, right at the beginning, the cards were literally these just like index cards with the stuff written on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the index cards are stuff we had lying around. These, um, so in uh, the haunting of Castle Malloy, there's the uh, the puzzle that you solved with the with the weasel heads and butts. Yes, you have to yeah. Oh yeah. So, we, oh. we could not physically we could not solve that on the screen so we made physical copies oh. the physical copy of the puzzle so that's what these cards are they're just repurposed weasel that's oh, lovely it. butts and heads butts, yeah, butts and, and heads. heads and the center beautiful uh, and if uh, that's going to stay in the episode because uh, and look if that means absolutely nothing to you it's because you're not watching our Nancy Drew streams <laughs> on Twitch so there's a link below to our Twitch page which is now play this game live uh, and you can go and watch us play these games live. You can watch us play through Nancy Drew and get mad at Danger by Design and 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 try and solve weasel button head puzzles. If that's not if that doesn't sound interesting to you, I don't know why you listen to this podcast. So come and come and come and hang out on a Sunday. Join Nancy. Join our Nancy Drew streams and have fun and all the other streams that we do as well. By the end of the year, we shouldn't have finished all Nancys ever yet. Yeah, we're, we're still going. And, and especially like it's you know such a gr- great group of people to hang out it's with. It's true. Um, They're very the, nice. Yeah, the chats are great. The quizzes at the beginning are great, even if I don't understand half the questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like you know, it's just it's just a wonderful like couple hours to hang out with people. It, it's it's a really nice like refreshing part of the weekend. Mm. Yeah. So look, come and join us on Twitch. Although maybe by the time this episode comes out, you've all joined us on Twitch, and we get two thousand viewers per stream. But Yay. probably not. Hey, thanks, guys. No, thanks for making oh, thanks, that thanks happen. For, thanks, all two thousand of you for coming and hanging out every week. 
Uh, lovely. Well, uh, I think we can probably leave that here. That's been a really fun dissection, unless you have more questions specifically about this room design, Danny. I don't think so. I think I've covered it. I, I, yep, I think I've said all that I needed to. Were there any, here's a question, were there any styles of room oh, yeah. that you thought would be fun but couldn't fit in? So, like, you know, you've covered a lot of, like, oh, it's like a bank fold. It's like, a you know, an outdoor kind of park thing. It's, a, it's a, like, was there anything that you thought, oh, I should try and fit this in and it didn't make sense? Or did you basically just pick five and move on? Um, I basically picked five and moved on. The first four were part of the room before the multiple rewrites. And then I realized, like, at the, I real, like one of the major realizations was, oh, I absolutely have to have a audio escape room in this audio escape room. <laughs> that was the bit where I wanted to cry. It was very fun. Yeah, that was a, all right. <laughs> this could go for, this could go anywhere. Because <laughs> there was always a potential that within that audio escape room, there were multiple escape rooms sandwiched inside each other. So I'm glad we didn't have to go that far. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things I did consider and then did not do was, uh, telescoping audio escape rooms. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, now, now, look, you're going to need to tell me uh, whether you're talking to me, Jen, or m- me, Matt. And yeah, you're going to need to tell me if you're talking to me, Matt, or me, Gwendolyn. Yeah, you're going to need to tell me if you're talking to me, Gwendolyn. <laughs> it just kept going like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, um... Gwendolyn. What a bad voice for Gwendolyn. Well, so so the trick for that one, there's no there's no way I'm going to be able to do this with any effect. So I, I I don't feel bad about saying this. The trick with that one would be to be able to send objects between multiple different levels of the escape room, um, to have some like way of like passing it from one thing to another. And so the end result would be to figure out how to pass it out of the escape room and into real life. And so the plan. Yeah, the, the same was, sort of question you have to ask when you're looking at it as a dream sort of thing, like you initially were. Yeah, so the the, the thing that I was going to do was, um, at, you know, if we ever, uh, um, uh, was to, like, get somebody who, on the, like, Discord or something or whatever, who was in Australia, to, like, happen to be, come <laughs> by, and, like, when you pass a thing out, like, knock on your door and give you a package, which is, A, kind of creepy, <laughs> And B, I'm not sure I'd be able to coordinate that. Mm. That would have been the most insane thing to have ever existed. I don't. I wouldn't find it creepy in Jen asking what our address was, but Jen saying, "Hey, before we do this recording, no, it would be creepy if it would have just been I found out your address. You oh, don't need to too. tell me." Well, that wouldn't make me feel creeped out so much as like I had been privacy lazy. Yeah. That's <laughs> Um, I, I did manage to get you guys to tell me what the time zone was without realizing it was relevant to a room. So, you know. <laughs> well, that's fair. But we were also organizing a bloody international. It's not hard. Every time you meet someone. For, I think it's very easy if you meet anybody online in any context to be like, oh, what's the time zone where you are? I don't think that's ever an unreasonable question. I don't think, I don't think it would be weirder if our response was, wait a minute. Why, Why do you need you to know what time it is here? That's not <laughs> that time where you are. 
<laughs> Speaking of, Jen, what time is it where you are? Although the fact that we didn't notice for a while was a bit weird. Uh, it, is, it is 12.30 a.m. Oh, man. Ha-ha, gotcha! We should finish this up, then do the next one, and yeah, then I, let I, you I'm sleep. Uh, all right. Uh, well... Uh, I think we can finish that that room dissection here. That's been a very fun podcast, This Escape. Uh, it was a fantastic room. It was weird and it wonderful. And now wild. if you ever write a third one, you're just it's going to be like, oh, pick that book off the shelf to your right. That's the escape room now. But what? That's our book. Yes, I know you have a copy of Blackrock. So... Uh, but that was wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, God, it was just... My brain hurts. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go to bed after. I'm this. afraid we have to do another recording tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be so when we do our when we do Tommy's room, we're gonna be like, wait a minute, how many escape rooms are in this escape room, Tommy? And he's like, what are you talking about? What do you, mean? you definitely need to start that way. That would be so good. Yeah. At least how many have, rooms have you brought? Extra brains. Yeah, we'll we pass all the work but off yeah, to other we guests. We are definitely going to be starting that recording with some weird-ass questions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. Well, thank you so much for bringing us that room. I'm it so was happy that we could have phenomenal. you again. Uh, is there any other stuff that you're doing right now that you want extra eyes on? Do you have anything to, to, to plug while you're here? So I, I, I have something to plug, but unfortunately because of the awkward timing, I, can't, I don't know if it's going to end up being before or after when this comes out. So what I will just say is if you are a fan of puzzles online, you should definitely follow me on Twitter because there may already be news or there may be news coming up. All right. Well, interesting. uh, There's a link. If that news is indeed existent, we will be linking to it. Yes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so there's a link to either the news or uh, Jen's Twitter account below. Uh, for people who don't like clicking on links, what's, how can they find you on Twitter? Uh, so it's uh, at Mers, I am not. So at M-E-R-S-I-A-M-N-O-T. Wonderful. Uh, and I don't have a way to finish that sentence. And Wonderful. if you want to find I'll more just, of us. No, no I was just going... Wonderful. So now I go down and I can, that's just the end of a uh-huh. sentence. Uh, so, and also if you want to find more of us, we're also on Twitter at Esk This Podcast. You can send us an email, escapethispod at gmail.com. But the best way to find out all the stuff we are doing right now is you can head to our website, consumethismedia.com, where you can find Escape This Podcast stuff and solve this murder stuff and play this game stuff and all this other stuff uh, of all the stuff that we are doing. Uh, uh, so check us out there. Send this us an email stuff. through there. It's a lot of stuff. Um, and also, if you want to support the show, you can either... Look, you can support us very easily by leaving a review or telling someone you know about the show. Or even... And here's a thing that you could do. Tell someone you don't know. By which I mean, go to, like, Reddit and be like, Oh, I found this cool podcast. Oh, wow, so good. Because we can't do that because that's self-promotion. But you can do it because that's just promotion. So if you want to support the show, go tell people about it in online forums. Tweet about it. Uh, go go to Reddit and post about it. Uh, and if you want to support the show in a more fiscal sense, uh, you can support us on Patreon. Uh, if you donate to support us on Patreon, it's our look. It's, it's the most reliable form of income for an indie show like ours, and it makes a huge difference. Uh, so if you can support us, you can appear as an NPC, and as you've seen, possibly become a character for the rest of the show who can <laughs> never escape their identity as a small five-year-old boy. Um, 
you can also get bonus episodes, including the bonus episode we're about to record with Jen, where we're going to keep finishing off our uh, playtest brainstorming. It's not, not a playtest. Play our brainstorming session, designing a new room. Uh, so you can check that out as well if you're a $5 donor, including just like huge amounts of previous playtests and other bonus episodes. Uh, and there are badges for $10 donors and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. Uh, so you can just help. So you can support the show there and that would be lovely. Uh, there's also links to the fan discord below if you want to check that out uh, and hang out with cool people and talk about puzzles uh, and our shows, which are kind of like puzzles. Uh, so <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, Danny, for playing with me. Uh, I don't know who did who won this game. Who played better? Jen, who played better? Yeah, who did more? Who was the better, oh, who was the better player today? Oh, I, I, I did not know that was a thing I needed to be paying attention to. <laughs> If you had to give us each a score out of out of ten, who would win? <laughs> no, that's don't. fine. Uh, please don't do that. Uh, thank you so My much for bringing us it. a wonderful room. Uh, it was a great room for an eight out of ten player like me and a six out of ten player like Danny. Um, oh no! No! <laughs> she's she's sinking away. Uh, all right. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye.